Welcome back to another uh, episode of Token Rambles Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Marissa, and I am here with two of my wonder- wonderful ramblers. Uh, we have Jesse. Hi. And Lexi. Hello. Uh, once again, uh, Sarah Duncan is out. She is currently enjoying herself on a field study in Greece. And Sarah Yang just recently arrived in Costa Rica, correct? Costa Rica, yeah. Yep. Um, for a study abroad trip this summer. So the two of them will be out probably until at least the August or our September podcast. Um, so we have, well, before we go into that, uh, just give a little background information on who we are. Uh, Token Rambles, we are a podcast dedicated to all of the news uh, surrounding the Token Rambles uh, uh, franchise, be it the game, anime series, um, the live action stage shows, and um, anything connected with the swords in real life. So. Um, if you want to know anything more about us, you can find us on our Twitter, Podbean, our Facebook page, YouTube, and you can listen to any of our podcasts where podcasts are stored at usually around Token Rambles podcast or just Token Rambles. You can find us there. Or if you want to join us in more fun shenanigans, you can find us at our Discord channel, which is discord.me slash Token Rambles. The hyperlink, but either way, you can look us up on uh, discord.me in the search engine. You can find us there. We have a nice little small community that is gathered uh, within us. So, yep. And so, can I get it? Join us. It's fun. Oh, yes. Lots of fun discussions. Uh, You can kind of pick our brains a little bit more uh, than you would normally do over the podcast. Though, we welcome all kinds of questions in any social media if you have anything we'll try answering them as soon as we can on our podcast though we are a monthly podcast so it's a little difficult for us to get it to you very quickly especially about uh current events but we'll try to cover as much as we can uh so kind of just some community feedback we'll go into that real quickly since we're talking about uh our community in general uh we just reached over 100 downloads on our podcast so hooray to that i can't believe we actually did that where um, yep, it's just a pet project and it's actually starting to take off very well. So thank you guys so much for listening and uh, not just listening, but downloading the podcast that that really helps us out a lot. Um, and on our podcast notes, if you want to please leave us a rating or a like or just share it to get more word out on our podcast, because I know uh, the Token Rambu community is pretty. Uh, Pretty friendly and pretty large compared to a lot of other fandoms out there. But uh, also, there was something brought up on our Discord pretty recently, about a week or so ago. I noticed it. I wasn't completely in the conversation, but I saw it. Uh, but it was brought up that there 
we might do a Tomi or Toste watch weekend on Rabbit. If you guys are interested in that, uh, please let us know. Um, we would love to do something like that, get to talk with you guys more um, and watch some painful, painful musicals and stage shows and we profusely with all of you. So please join the Discord so you can learn more about the possibility of that coming up. It does happen. It'll probably be some kind of weekend this coming July, but not really certain. I'm gonna maybe give hand that to Jesse since she was there during that conversation. So we don't have a date set in any form and it's completely just a, an idea waiting to be put into action. But we would love to get this together and love to watch things with you. So if you wanna do it, join us in the Discord so we can discuss this and work this out as we finagle all of our different time zones into making this happen because it'd be really, really fun and I really miss watching things with other people too. So, come die with me. <laughs> come die with all I of like us. that tagline. I think that's a good self point. <laughs> I support this product. Uh. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, no official date, but hopefully summertime, but it might be a little difficult considering I noticed um, based off of our stats that we have listeners from all over the, the world, mostly within the United States and a handful of you guys in Japan. Um, I'm going to thank Jesse on that one. He has a lot of friends Ooh. over there. So branching out and there's a handful of other people throughout the world. I noticed. Um, Shout out to Canada. Yep, to Canada. And I think there's someone from Argentina as well. I'm not completely yeah, certain. And the Philippines, I think. I think so. And shout out to our listener in Greece. <laughs> yep. Hold on. Uh, so I noticed there was a person on Twitter that retweets a lot of the stuff and they have a flag and I'm pretty sure it's the Argentinian flag. It is. I think I know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And they show up on our statistics. I noticed I was like, is that just a bot? Oh, really? But thank you for listening all the way in Argentina. We love you. Yay. <laughs> Everyone call out shout outs to random people. Uh, <laughs> yes, blush. We love you. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else you guys want to say about the community? Y'all make it really, really cool and really, really exciting to see what's happening next so thank you for all of your interactions if you're listening because you found us on twitter thank you your retweets and likes and everything really make me happy and really excited to be doing what i'm doing so yep jesse's in charge of the twitter since she's there over in japan so it's a little easier for her to translate things as they come out instead of me struggling to do it about 12 hours later or so because of time zone difference and the fact that i work during the day so, yep. Um, so other than that, uh, once again, thank you so much for everyone and your wonderful support. Um, and you hopefully we'll be able to support and give you guys kind of more of our love through other means once we get a little bit bigger. So we'll see about that. We'd love to do that. So let's kind of move into talking about what events went on and stuff within just the game of token rambu uh we just actually at the beginning of the month a couple of days in uh that first tuesday of the month village of treasures finally uh came to a close so 
you're gonna have to wait for a while. Uh, I think probably until August because they did announce that we're getting Visual Treasures Nine. Yay! All the VOD. Um, at some point, though, so you can hopefully get uh, all of those instruments to get those background uh, music that you get. Um, so this might be one of the last times we have Kotigiri go as a um, event sword for that event for a while, considering uh, Nitro and DMM announced that with the next Village of Treasures event in about a month or so, there will be a new sword released. So that'll probably be who is the 80,000 or 100,000 prize at the end. So you'll have to wait and, and see. And I for that. weep. And you what? And you weep? Oh, yes. I weep. Poor Jesse. Uh, yes. How far off are we'll you from? There. We'll get there when we. Or is, do we want to go ahead and? You can go ahead and do that now. Yeah. Okay. So, VOT. I tried, and if I think I missed a day or maybe two, but I my final bead count. My final bead count was sixty two thousand seven hundred thirty six. And the frustration. I was so sad. Um, but I did end up with a lot more instruments. And I was also running the event for two people because Sarah really needed instruments. So, <laughs> which was beautiful because try as she might, instruments don't come home for her. But I managed to bring her home several instruments. So that was that was a lot of fun. And I got her up to 10,990 beads. So that worked out pretty well. Not that she needed any of the event blades. But. Nope. <sighs> I did get the, the walkie music. So that was fun. I did not get the Iwatoshi music. Yeah. But it, I liked VOT. We'll see what the next one does. See whose new music we get. And how the new sword comes to be. But yep. eh, we'll see. How did your VOT end for you, Lexi? Oh, uh, VOT hates me as much as I hate VOT. Three card curse was very, very real. Sometimes four cards. Final bead count 8,680. The only accomplishment was my short-term goal of getting Nikari's background music. Kiwame Nikari is still my captain of my first unit because I love him, and his attendant music is my pride and joy, as well as Kiwame Nikari right now. I still cry, and I'm not looking forward to the next VOT because I know it's going to hurt me again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, not as much as Regiment's hurting me right now, but we'll get, that, get to that in a bit. Um, I have nothing to say about VOT. I just kind of ran through the event, uh, did the things, got the set, moved on. <laughs> got, the, got the background music, of course. Struggled a little bit getting Taiko, but ah, it's VOT. Um, it helped me level up a lot of my swords, though. Uh, thanks to VOT, I finally got 
Furushima Kiwame up to level 35. So all of my current Kiwame, current, into that bit, are level 35. Uh, some of them I sent out a little prematurely because I loved them so much, like Monoyoshi and Urushima and Sarachan. I sent them out a little earlier than level 99, so they came back at about level 30-ish. So it was a bit of a struggle trying to get those last five levels to be the equivalent of a normal level 99 sword. So they are now all level 99 um, or plus. So that is how that does the only hope, helpful thing about VOT. So I did that. All praise the master sword. <laughs> we'll get into a bit about that. Um, so speaking of Kiwame, uh, we were totally blindsided. Ah! <laughs> you can scream a bit. Hold on. <laughs> we were all totally blindsided. So many of us believed it was probably going to be Kasen. Um, or the possibility of Yamamba Giri. And Kashi was not going to come home until, like, August, considering he was the most popularly picked uh, starter sword. He's the main character in both of the um, seasons of Hanamaru. He's kind of the main big thing in the musical, so Kashu is much well-loved. So we thought, oh, Nit uh, Nitro's gonna be mean, and they're gonna make us wait. Well, no. Stuck him right in the middle, and we finally got Kashu Kimitsu's Kiwame form. Glorious. And I woke up, immediately sent him out. So he is on his journey right now. I got his second letter, and he should come home in about two more days. So, uh... So, Jesse, I, I know you were very happy about this because he's one of your babies along with Yasusada. So, but also Shinsen and me finally all have Kiwame. So I'm happy about that. So I'll let you take over. So I just want you to know, do you know how excited I get over things? I was still at work when I saw this tweet with the silhouette of my son. And I couldn't do a thing. I couldn't make a noise. I couldn't say anything because there was a meeting going on and I was still waiting to have my meetings. And so I sat there dying and screaming in messages. I don't know who was my poor victim first, but yes, I, yeah. Um, I am forever thankful of the fandom for giving me various nicknames for this because Kiyowame has left me Kashuk and he needs to come <laughs> home Kasun because I'm I'm just very happy and his letters make me really happy. Like he, he starts off saying Yaho and it's just really cute. And um he so he will be back in two days and I am very excited. Someone found pictures of his art and whoever you are and however you find them you are magical and i am happy oh and i need his beautiful beautiful new jacket do you know why people have the sprites already no but they had it before he was released what oh, like the day before he came out oh he probably data minded or something yeah somehow yeah so we, we thank do you do not support um uh, well it's yeah. nice but do not we do not support people who release things before the official it is not kind of very good so yeah don't data mine it's pretty to see 
but it can also kind of ruin things for people sometimes and they're looking forward to the full official release mm -hmm. um and it's sometimes but, not if someone data mines it quote unquote and they post something and people believe it to be true and it's not it's kind of rude so yeah we always support the official release over here at uh, yes. Token Rambles, as we are affiliated with Third Impact Anime, and as Austin likes to say, please support, uh, we at Third Impact Anime support the official release. Yes, so, so. please support the official release. Um, if you see anything like that, don't go off and share it again. Um, we try not to share anything that's not official. Yep. Yes. Um, but regardless, Kashu, he, I just, I really hope he comes back happy. I need him to not be like Yasusada, my my poor son, who whenever he gets the MVP says he is self-loathing. And um, I just really hope he is enjoying himself on his adventure. Okay. Goodness. But, uh, Alexi, what did you think of the new Kashu? Well, that night, right? When they released it, I, w I was going in and out of sleep. So my body actually woke up at 3.27 a.m. I remember that time very well. And I saw my <laughs> phone was flashing very bright. And I look at my phone. And there is just a collection of texts from lines. And I'm <laughs> like, what's happening? And then I was shook. Quaked. Shooketh quaked. Quake shooketh. And it was Kashu. And I was super excited. I was like, oh my god. I'm ready. Let him go. And then the biggest tragedy hit. Someone didn't have a letter set. So somebody couldn't go on their journey. <laughs> I cry every time. So I put money down. I said, you know what? I'll pay for it. Kashu is worth it. He's been sitting at level 99 for like three months now. He deserves to go. Nope. You can't buy a letter set. I nope. saw the pictures of Kashu and I was like, oh, look at him looking all pretty and stuff. Can't send him. These everyone going, oh my god, look at Kashu. I'm sending off Kashu. May he be safe. I'm like, I'm happy for you, but I'm better. I feel it. Bitter like my soul. Bitter like my coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. I was so bitter. But I'll get over it. One day, I will get over it when Kashu can go on his journey himself. Well, I end my just, story here. You just gotta get to 40,000 fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first letter set. <laughs> Or or do all the missions. Do all the missions. Which you kind of get the letters set before the missions. Hi. Depending on the Case map you run. Oh, true. True, true, true. Depending true. on the map you run. Not everyone can run E4 endlessly. Oops. I really can't, though. <laughs> I can't run E4. I ran it once and was happy with myself. I said, oh my gosh, I actually did this. How did this happen? I didn't plan this. You just got to pass it once. <laughs> Yep. All you need for the achievement, and then you can go back down to a lower level. Uh, but since we kind of segued in 
the regiment a little bit. So we'll talk about that. Um, since right now, uh, Kiyowame is currently out of the ether for, I think, about three of us. I think you sent, did Sarah send Kashi out as yeah. well? Or did, okay. Sarah Duncan sent him. And he's gone for her as well. So the three of us have sent him out, and he'll return very soon. Um, but, so, around the same time as Kashu, uh, they revealed we are the new sword, who is uh, Chiyogane Maru. Um, his blade type, they say, is unknown, but he is classified as a Tachi. Um, because his blade differs from the traditional Japanese katana with a single-handed uh, blade instead of um, being able to use two hands like most of the Japanese blades. He's a little closer to what you um, like a Chinese-style blade. Um, and he makes mention of Yamato, so there's a possibility of him actually being a little one of the older swords um, and has a connection with the Ryukyu kingdom that was originally part of Okinawa. So we get our first Okinawan sword, which is fantastic. And he's a mermaid and I love him and he's great. <laughs> and he wears a little, um, oh, oh gosh, like one of those cheesy Hawaiian type shirts in his internal affairs. And I love it. It's great. And he is the event sword for the current regiment event. And you have to get a hundred thousand flyer flies to get him to come home. Um, but along with the event, um, besides Chiyogane Maru being a sword, um, if you haven't gotten Hotaru Maru, who is a little bit of a harder Odachi to obtain, um, considering he drops on higher level maps, and I've only actually gotten three. Um, the first time I got Hotaru Maru was from Regiment last year. <laughs> Um, but if you have him, your fireflies um, will be increased by 1.5. So you get a little small bonus. Uh, so Hayano Surugi is, get him at 50,000? 50,000. Yep. And uh, Okanehira is a drop on E4. I've already gotten uh, <laughs> two in a row, which was weird. Um, this event will uh, go until the end, very close to the end of July, on the 24th. So this is a very, very, very long event. So do not stress out about trying to get to 100,000 beats within two weeks. You have a lot longer this time around. Um, but if you want those all four Kiwame sets that this event gives out, you have to reach 150,000 beats. Oi. And I might do it. We will see. But <laughs> I just so. want Chio Peel. Chio Peel Chan. Chio 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 Peel Chan. Totally not the title of this episode. Um. <laughs> It's gonna happen. Um, but <laughs> Regiment is one of my favorite events. Uh, it is the hardest event because E4 is kicking my butt with my best team. Uh, granted, I'm throwing them on me Dare mode, which is those really strong, overpowered little special things that happen to E4, like um, 
night day battle switch, night battle only, long range, and the everyone's favorite, the um, remember. Oh gosh. I just did that one and I don't know what it was called. I know the name of it. I know the name of it. And my brain just short circuited. Um because I go, ooh, yes, best EXP on that one. Um Lots of fireflies. Lots, lots of fireflies. Especially when I like you get, that one. Especially when you get like the double or the triple cage. I always use it on those. I wasn't Attrition. smart because I didn't know. Attrition. Okay. Yeah. Battle um battle of attrition. Because it's they're trying to stall you out. So they have a lot stronger and more powerful troops. So you can't one shot things very easily. Um but even though Hotarumaru will increase your fireflies, he only increases them on the um maps that he is actually a part of the battle. So if he gets knocked out. He won't give you additional special fireflies on the like last five uh, actually, battles that you go through. Actually, if he gets knocked out, but that team is still out, you still get the bonus. You do? You do. You still I, get the I, bonus. I, I thought if he was completely like KO'd. Nope. If he's KO'd, but he's still technically a member of that unit, you are fine. Oh, I thought it wasn't. Either way, it's nope. not worth it. It's if you change units. If you change units, uh, then you no longer get the bonus. Okay, well, that I don't change units. <laughs> yeah. My other three units are always off on uh, expeditions, so... But, personally, not worth it, because he's always going to make your, um, your ranking for each battle about a B average, which isn't good. You don't get as many fireflies on B, uh, and you will have a lower chance of getting the uh, the achievements for having a certain number of A rank plus. So I have pretty strong swords, and I do not use him on my team. If you really, really, really want him, and you're running him on not me dot A maps or not E four, then he's probably pretty good to use, and he helps give you a leg up. But mine's level 99, and he struggles. And he's usually knocked out by about round three. Actually, I found the opposite to be true. Really? Um, my team is five Kiwame plus Hotaru Maru, and Hotaru is in the 80s. Um, and he actually does pretty well. I'm quite pleased with this team. They actually... I don't often need to change teams for this one while I'm running E4, which I'm completely happy with. I don't run them on the long-range Mirare. That is the one Mirare that I, like, I tap away as soon as it appears because I don't have long-range troops. I try to, like, smith them in the armory, and they don't come, and I'm out of room for more armor, so that's fun. Um... But they do really well, and when they do, like, if they end up with, like, maybe four or three, and they look like they're not doing so well with only three or two runs left, then I'll switch the team out. All of my teams are actually able to handle at least one battle, so I'm never worried about finishing out E4, um, which is 
really exciting for me because I actually have a chance this time. I haven't felt this way about a regiment since starting Token Rambu, and I'm very excited. So, yeah. Kiwis are great. I don't recommend having more than one Kiwi Uchi on your team because um, they don't do so well and they get exhausted. But mm -hmm. they're nice to have as backup, especially if you have a, Kiwi, a Waki on your team. You can get that combo attack, and that works really well. But they also block the long-range attacks, so it's nice to have the Kiwi Uchi on there. But I have three Tonto, Owaki, and Uchi, and and it works pretty well. So find the team that fits best for you and level your boys up, because that XP this event is fantastic. Best EXP. That is why I love this event. <laughs> but... I think the reason why Hotaru Mario doesn't work for me is because I have a full team of Kiwame Tonto, and that is the only team I run, because Unit 2, Unit 3, and Unit 4 are always on expeditions, so I don't really have the chance to switch out. Um, I just kind of go full force um, wrecking ball through everything and try to <laughs> bulldoze my way through everything, because it, it works better. Um, and I wasn't certain, it, because I've pretty much used Kiwame Tonto for every event, because they're very fast. They have the best, you can put the troop for the best long range, which is muskets. They do a ton of damage if every single one of them has two. Um, I have knocked out on, like, VOT, I've knocked out almost an entire team on, like, one and two card draws, because they just team wipe so strong. Um but this event's a little different. Uh, <laughs> they're a little stronger than the VOT ones. They kind of border on about three and four card pulls on the basis. Um, so I wanted to, because I just keep running them over and over again, I'm like, what do I do with my walkies and Ushis? That's it. I love them too. So I asked in the Token Rambu Wiki Discord, I was like, good. And people were like, they're like Jesse just said, um, the Uchis are really good with blocking that long range because they take pain. Uh, and it's really nice to have a walkie as well because you can get the combo if they hit the right unit because those stabby stabby kunai are annoying. So, but usually Tontos are a little bit better in this regard. So if you do run, don't really run more than one Uchi and one walkie. As Jesse's mentioned, they will exhaust themselves pretty badly. <laughs> I used to have Karachan and Yasu on there, and the the poor two, like they would get so exhausted, and all four of the others would be complete Sakura Blossom, like Sakura Fubiki. And I'm like, you two, come on. So then I ended up switching one out, and then just I left Yasu on there, but then sometimes Yasu will get tired, so I'll switch him out for either. Karabo. But actually, Heshi runs pretty well in there, too, and he's not Kiwame yet, so. Ah, he is the fastest of all the Uchis, yes. so that's probably fine. Speed yeah. helps a so lot. So I'm trying I'm trying to level up all of my swords. Be proud of me, guys. They're trying hard. But, uh, yep. Regiment. Keep playing through. My, I am a, I am a crazy person, and everyone here can attest to this. But I have already reached 40,000 fireflies as of Saturday. And we post this on Wednesday. And by Wednesday, 
I am hoping to reach 100,000 fireflies because I go on vacation Thursday till about Monday in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. Probably a lack of Wi-Fi. So I want to make sure that I get him in a timely fashion because Lord knows how my schedule is going to be afterwards. So I'll probably get him considering I'm about halfway through and I still have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and all of Wednesday. I have four days. The event started on Thursday. It's Saturday. (laughs) I'm a little crazy. Just a little, but we love you. And you did challenge yourself to get it all on the first day. So I'm glad that didn't happen and that you aren't that much of a maniac. But I know people who probably already have him. More than likely, yes. Like, I was tempted, still am tempted, to get the stupid cages. Because there's times they're five nice. cages. And they're, I just, I really want the new sword. But I don't want to drop the actual money. So I probably won't. You'll be but fine. But it's tempting. It's very tempting. If you pace yourself out we'll get him so and alexi you've been pretty quiet over there about uh besides popping in about chiopio um well you were saying earlier about hotaru maru being a hard otaki to get (laughs) oh god and so this is beautiful was it like maybe two three or four days before the event started and i'm like you know what i don't have a firefly time to go to smithing hell and i went on the wiki looked up a recipe you know like i do type it into the little smithing bar and i'm like okay i got a few uh speed up tokens i got a fine number of smithing tokens here and some nice resources i'll just try i got a three hour two hour 30s I sped up my three hour it was shokurai kitty i'm like okay that's fine hi shokurai kitty got another three hour contemplated waiting got impatient clicked on it and it was hotaru maru so i got him in my fourth smith congrats <laughs> thanks indeed um, i wasn't expecting him to come home at all so when he came home i was quite pleased and this event isn't too bad. Um, I counted. I did the math. If I complete um, event map two from the time that I wrote this down, I haven't been keeping tally, but at the time that I did the math, I only had to run E2 547 times to achieve my goal of 100,000 fireflies. I, 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 I... I'm running E3 now because I realize that my swords are a bit stronger now and they're a little bit more sturdy. They Crap. they like E3. They did E4. I might try one more time at E4 and see what happens, but I, I'm afraid of this Midare mode that I hear about. I don't know if it's optional or not, it and is. I'm not going to risk is. it. I'm not going to risk it until I know. When it pops up, all you have to do, for those of you who don't know, it's your first regiment, uh, you just rapidly tap it away uh, until it goes away and you get the regular map um, that'll kind of show up. Um, So if you do not want to deal with the long range, which can be a bit of a pain, I will lose a lot of my troops by the end of it. Um, Or the attrition, which can be very difficult. 
uh, to get through if you don't hire, have higher level swords. But the night battle only and the day night one aren't terribly difficult. The swords kind of get a little bit stronger than normal E4, but usually your sword should be able to scrape through it. Um, but if you're not certain, you can always just tap it away and go back to doing normal E4. Uh, so that is just, the mode. Just a reminder for those who may have Tachis on their team, Tachis do not like night battles. Nope. That explains so why he's having a bad time. Yep. <laughs> and they get interchangeable night and day battles and night urban battles indoor battles throughout the map. So you are probably, your best bet is to kind of run those Tontos because they have an advantage on night and urban and indoor battles. Yeah, um, I would say Tontos and Walkies. Tontos and Walkies. Uh, walkies have a minor one. Tontos have the biggest, and then Uchis are pretty normal. That's why Uchis get a little worn out more than the others because during those indoor urban and night battles they're extending themselves a little bit more than usual but yeah that is you don't want to run any bigger than an uchi on this event that's why hutari maru is a little <laughs> has some struggles because he is an odachi and he has a massive disadvantage he's getting good levels though he it's, went from yeah. like level one to level 33 and <sighs> i'm very proud of him Good. See, Hotanamaru does well if you have a good team and Indeed. I was just I was just uh impatient because I was like, you're taking the slot up for another sword that would actually be getting this glorious EXP. What is the point? Throws the level ninety nine <laughs> back into um back on and I think I put uh Mida on because poor Mida. <laughs> poor Babby Mida. But Yep. That's that's kind of probably the main reason I switched them out. I was like, ooh, all that tasty EXP went down the drain because you're already max level. So if you have a unmax leveled Hotaru Maru, please run him. Because it'll get him <laughs> level 99 very quickly. But uh, is that everything about regiment right now? You want to mention? I think so. Well, you guys have a ton of time to get through the event, so no super rush like me, because I'm crazy. Though I tried to get uh, Kotiki Go, if you guys remember, from VOT within the first weekend. Uh... <laughs> that, that didn't go very well. Uh, though collecting beads is a lot more difficult than collecting fireflies, I kind of find. It was a, yeah, that's true. a lot faster than VOT because you don't have to move. You don't have to wait for the card to flip. It just goes. It's so much quicker. Um, but yep. Hooray for Regiment. The best vent in the entire game. Um, so besides events, uh, we're kind of go over what we've kind of done this month since after VOT, there was a massive gap of about at least two weeks, I think it was about two and a half weeks, in between VOT ending and Regiment starting. So there really wasn't much within the game besides the teasers for Kashu and uh, Chiopio that came out until Chiyo Regiment. We're just going to keep singing that in the background when we mention it. <laughs> um, he needs a ducky. A little like uh, But 
other than that, uh, what have we'll kind of go over what we've kind of done within that time frame. Uh, I usually don't do anything when there's no events because running regular maps is a pain because the EXP is not very nice and you waste a lot of resources <laughs> trying to uh, level your swords and get drops. Um, so I have all the drops on regular maps, so I wasn't running them for that specific reason. I was a crazy person, and I decided, because I am type A as heck, not custom because we are PG on here, um, I'm really type A as a person. Um, all of my maps, besides a couple, have all Kevy Sheed, except two, and I filled out a majority of all of the nodes on all of the maps, except the last couple of ones. Because I was running teams that were not fully Tonto, I noticed on 6-2, I finally went up that little tiny weird path at the very beginning. I was like, <gasps> what? I ran 6-2, who knows how many times with a full uh, Tonto team to get Akashi. And I never went down that path. Turns out you need like next to no Tonto on your team and it'll send you up there. You have like four or more Tonto, it, you have a higher chance of reaching the boss node. So, or it was five or more. So if you have four and uh, two other swords, your chances of reaching it go higher. So I was like, <gasps> I can fill out the rest of the nodes on era six. <laughs> Hyperventilates. Um, so I finished filling that one out. I ran E4, not E4, 6-4, filled out one of the last paths that I hadn't gotten. Um, three, I think I did the same thing for three. And then the dreaded 6-1. I have one node left. <laughs> and it refuses to go down that one darn path. <laughs> because your chances of going up are really, 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 really slow. So I have, well, I had, um, I had, I had Udashima. These are all Kiwame. I had no regular. Kiwame Udashima, uh, Namazuo, Honebami, Hasebe. I had, and I was interchangeable, yeah. And then I had uh, Yansen, because I was trying to level him up. Um, I was trying to level up my last three swords, which were Yansen, uh, Hyuga, and Mori. I succeeded. So I've officially, they're all level 99 because of running these dar maps over and over again and wasting so many resources to just go up because they don't do very well night maps. So I had no one with an advantage except my walkie slightly. I managed to get everything except that one little, one of the one little nodes that kind of drops down on that top bar because your chances of going up are very, very low because it wants you to go to the boss node along the bottom and up the left side. And when I started to continuously go up for a while, I was a happy person. So I've almost filled out that. And that is what I did for two and a half weeks, <laughs> was ran era six maps to fill out the darn nodes, because why not? I have to level swords up because I had three swords that were under level 99, and there was no event going on. And I knew Regiment was coming up, and I knew that Janssen was very close, and I was probably not going to run him during Regiment. 
and I had Hugh and Mori. Normal Santo. I was not going to subjugate them to going <laughs> against Rarity 5 Yari because they would have gotten O-Code immediately. So I was like, mm, I need to do something about this, and I don't want them sitting here until the next COT. I'm not doing that. So I wasted way too many resources, way too much of my time sitting there running 6-1. And that was my month in Token Run. <laughs> I'm crazy, guys. <laughs> we talked about I'm Sarah and her crazy barely certain. I cleared out all of the nodes on 6-2 ages ago. Yeah. And 6-1 me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. Yeah, keep talking. I I, that I droned on for a while. Well, my month um my month went pretty well, I guess. I was trying to level up some swords because level gap is still there. It's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Um thank you, wonderful events and persistence, I guess. Woo-hoo. I did send out Horikawa, I I know last recording he was he just had a couple more levels to get to 99 and I got him to 99 and sent him out and he's back and I am frustrated with him because he won't shut up about Kane's. And that's really obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> and he's also just I don't know. I didn't I had hundreds of swords in my inbox to get rid of. And then their timer went out, and they were gone. And they were gone before Hori came back. So oh. I couldn't boost his stats. <laughs> so he was really, really weak. So I couldn't really do anything with him. So that's one reason why I went grinding for levels on normal maps, was so I could get more sword drops, because I needed, I needed them. And then I kind of gave up on level... I'm boosting his stats for a while because Kashu's Kiwame was announced. I was like, I need fuel for my son. So I didn't really give him any more until I realized, oh, I have 80 swords now. Kashu's not going to need all of these. So I started giving him some more. Um, good. He is now boost. His stats are all maxed out. He's fine. He's good. Um, but yeah, sad. I... I also cleared 7-3, finally. Just have that one final map left to clear. And I don't need to run it endlessly for Juzumaru. Sorry, Sarah. Um, But I will will get to that eventually, where I can run 7-4 and complete it. I, in my adventures trying to grind for levels and grind for swords, I kebishied 5-4 and 5-3. My my Tachis and Uchis are happy though, and they are working very hard. I rewatched most of Katsugeki. Stopped before the pain, but I really want to see the final battle, which is why I was watching it in the first place. But I got distracted, and then I realized it was painful episodes, and was like, "It's too late at night for this. I am done for the day. We will come back another day." And I have not come back since. Um, I also, in light of Kiwame Kashu, was talking to 
Kami and Sarah was like, I have a sudden need to rewatch all of the things with Koshu in them. And I need to do this now. <laughs> I started rewatching Hanamaru on Wednesday and finished season one and got halfway through season two. And I was going to rewatch the rest of season two yesterday, but I went to karaoke with friends and I did not get to watch it when I got home. But when I was at karaoke, I did get to sing three token Rambu songs, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I sang Kira Kira, which Hi. was beautiful. Oh. And one of my friends, she brought her boyfriend with us, and he was laughing the entire time. He's, he's Japanese, and so he was looking at the lyrics and being like, uh, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's a cute, fun song, okay? <laughs> and then I sang... Lord, which one? I forgot the song that I sang in the middle, but I finished out my token set with um, Hito Hira no Kaze from Bakuten. And wish I hadn't, because emotions. And that just kind of sent me on a downward spiral for the rest of the night, which led me to making unfortunate mistakes. And, um, yeah. Anyway, I also got into writing kanji names again. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, Sarah had sent me a picture of her writing token Rambu in kanji on the table where she was working. And she was like, that last character is really hard to write. So I was like, do you want an instructional video? I can send an instructional video. Oh my gosh. So... I wrote boo, Rambu, my, like 50 times. And then was like, this is great. Give me another kanji. So I, I ended up writing all of the sword names um, eventually and then started drawing crests. And I would like to thank Yagen's artist and Nagasone's artist for making easy crests to draw because Kashu's is hard. Hori's is decent. A little obnoxious, but decent. And Soza's don't even get me started. Yes. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. I I saw Nikari and I opted to go for Nagasone instead. I don't blame you. Um, I don't blame you at all. Nope. It was... It was quite an adventure, and I'm really excited and happy with it. I also went shopping for multiple goods, and that was a lot of fun. I found wonderful stores. <laughs> um, there are some wonderful stores over here, and I'm very, very pleased. And I will be delivering goods in the coming months to various All people. Stuff. You are wonderful, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> You're welcome. All um, the love for Tombo. Yeah, Tombo's a great boy. Spee not so much, but Tombo's a great boy. Hey! Oh. I also <laughs> tried my oh. luck in a crane game. No, 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 no. What was that about Spee? I also yeah, tried my luck no. in a crane game. You're not getting off the hook. Spee is a wonderful actor. He just can't move his yeah. hips and is not oh. a good dancer for, for Tombo Katie in the musicals, but he's a great actor and he's precious as a human being. 
Thank Forgive you. me. I'm sorry. Okay. I will admit he can't. So yes. try- <laughs> Over there doing Cotton Eye Joe is Tombo Kitty. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Please you don't guys bring haven't that back. even seen him in King of Prism. It was so Too bad. Late. Um, anyway, as I was saying, I tried my luck at a crane game. (laughs) And I actually ended up bringing home both a plushie Yasu and a plushie plushie Kyo. And I'm very happy and they are hanging on my wall. And I, yes, it was very fun. And they were a lot easier to get than normal. So, yeah, I don't know. But it was really nice. I'm really excited. I think that's everything I had that happened this month for me. Lexi, what about you? How was your month? Um, what did I do this month? My first summer class ended. That was pretty cool. Um, I was I decided I was gonna rewatch Mihotose. I got nineteen minutes in, and uh. Haven't gone back. Rip, rip me whole Tose. But um, it's okay. Sarah's I'm gonna finish it eventually. Crease. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch it. I promise. It's gonna happen. I'm not gonna skip to the live like I planned on doing, like for like three seconds, and then I decided I might as well rewatch the whole thing. Um, <laughs> in game wise, I decided that I needed to level up me swords me boys and i was like okay so i have the lunch committee but what about a breakfast club so i got all my little swords together and i started a breakfast club and they went to go hang out with mr kbishi and mr kbishi was not himself so um make sure you have your snicker bars ready i swear he was very pissed off but he was not having a good time he was angry and he was like hurting my swords and i'm like you're not supposed to do this this isn't the this isn't in the plans. This wasn't written down for this. And yeah, that wasn't very fun with Mr. KB She, I guess he's not my friend anymore. We had to, you know. We had to take a break for a while. It hurt me more than it hurt him <laughs> in more ways than one. That's sorry to hear. It's okay. We're back together now. We we're good friends. Um my level margins are a bit better. A bit. I a bit not a lot a bit a bit a bit um i think my lowest sword would be probably a level nine either otagine or harotachi because they don't do damage like i want them to especially when going to fight with other swords like walkies and tantos that are having a good time and then they're like really slow and then everyone starts getting hurt and I'm like okay you're no 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 you're not doing work remove I'm gonna put Yamambangiri up here and he's like okay I'll be captain I'm having fun he wipes out everyone okay see this is what I wanted guess I'm gonna have to send you guys on expedition until you guys can reach enough levels that I can handle you guys I haven't I told them that I was gonna send them out and I never did it's okay um yeah, so they're having fun over there, sort of. I hope they are. Um, I started sending kids to chores again. That was 
something I forgot existed until like I was looking at stats. I'm like, why don't these things ever max out? Checks wiki. Oh yeah, that was a thing that happens. Um, so I started sending t- kids to chores, not neglecting. Um, after two long and hard Utsupri events, I was able to come back to Token and give it my full undivided attention. But I swear, if they give me another freaking Masato scout, I might have to keel over. Um, when I was looking over my level margins, I decided that I was going to write all the names in kanji, which I did. I can now read names in kanji, or at least the sword names, and I feel very accomplished now. Because before I just looked at it and went, okay, no, that's too much work. I don't want to deal with this right now. Um, um, my favorite kanji is now to, like in toshiro. That is my favorite kanji. <laughs> don't ask why. I just love it. Um, Fuji. You read it a lot. You Yeah, you, you really get used do. to it. Uh, um, crests were fun, and I've decided with the help of my good pals... Caitlin and Tutu, we are going to make trading cards. Token Rambu trading cards. It is a project that we're going to work on. They agreed to it, thus they have sold their soul to the cause, and it will happen. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to see how this turns out. So you guys need to keep right. this updated. Yeah, I guess realize that there's that. I still haven't finished my Shinano picture, and I started an Ask blog, and... Oh, boy. And I'm still taking summer classes. Don't <laughs> Why die. Why do I do this to myself? I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna die. There might be a little bit of pain, a little bit of bloodshed, but the blood is kind of normal at this point, but I'm not gonna talk about that. Um. <laughs> yeah. But as long as I get sleep and I'm semi-mentally stable, I think we're going to be fine. Have fun in Token Rambu, everybody. It's a good place to be. Just a note on the blood thing, though. You're okay. And it's not like, like, it's just from random scrapes or things. Right? General. Yeah. 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 Just just me being a local squishy. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, I kind of forgot to mention this because uh, you guys reminded me when you were talking about Mihotose and rewatching stuff. Uh, I finally watched the uh, Itsukushijima special. Finally! <laughs> Don't blame me! Don't blame me. I, it's, You're it's, supposed it's... to watch it in December! <laughs> okay, I got really busy because I was... Work got very complicated because scheduling got crazy because we didn't have enough people and it was the holidays and then I was working on <laughs> panels for Ichi and then it's working okay, on a Cody okay. costume and then we came back from work to work and it was still crazy until like <laughs> March. So, ah. Uh, so but you I, finally I, watched it. I finally watched it. Um, I, the reason I kind of pushed it off so long because I was like... It's just a special. It's not really going to have much actual plot. Like, it was cute. Like, don't get me wrong. It was precious and adorable. But it was a little closer to kind of just a, um, like, like a very mini Shinken Rambusai. Yoinking the baby bit of plot that Shinken Rambusai has. All it plot. It's just them singing and dancing. And it's precious and adorable. Um, but, oh my god, I love those outfits. 
I, I, I kind of want to meet, make uh, Itsukishijima Horikawa. So not surprised. Jesse, <laughs> I would love for us to do them. You though. might be able to twist my arm. We should all do them. We need to eventually all do pick a character and go as them. Also, I was like, oh no, they're wearing skirts like they do in um, oh god, the the most recent well, before Suomono Domo. Suomono Domo. I was like, oh no, and then I was like, wait, watch them walk. And I was like, ha. They're Hakama. They're pants. Yes. <laughs> they so, are at a shrine. They're like the special, mm-hmm. special style Hakama. Yeah, they're a little, they, they kind of look, a, well, they're heavier material. They're kind of similar yeah. to how we did Sarah's because they're, Sarah's pants are very floof. While Lexi's were <laughs> a lot more form-fitting. They're actually like how Hakama pants should fit. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna have to do yeah. similar to the Sarah size, but with a bit thicker fabric, so it kind of looks like a skirt. Which will be Rip fun. Rip our wallets. Rip our wallets because it's gonna be really expensive fabric. Rip Wait. my machine. Rip my machine. We'll use both. Brandon, <laughs> my broke the last time. So. I can be emotional support. You and Sarah will support be for support. Support for the support. Support for the support. Support for the support. <laughs> Once again, that will return when you come back at some point, whenever that may be. You um, don't understand how much this is needed. Okay. Anyway. But, yep. I uh, finally watched that. I was going to watch the Odawada special, but be- because we have. Okay, we, we, we have. A, we found one that is the stream, and the stream uh, doesn't work with the subs. It's off, and it threw me off, and I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't. So, uh, yeah. I the subs are time subs. for the, yeah, for the, the DVD, so we gotta uh, figure that out, but we gotta figure that out. I might be able to, like, cut it off, uh, but we'll figure it I out. Think... Uh, I was, it threw me off, and I was like, I can't, I, I can't deal with it. It's like a minute off. This is, and I don't want to sit through this without subtitles, because I'm tired. <laughs> So I will eventually probably watch Odawara without the subtitles, but um, I kind of need my Japanese because it's been a while. Because someone actually came in. Oh, someone came into Discovery Place. Uh, two guys from Fukuoka, and I was like, "Uh, baby Japanese, go!" <laughs> I froze, and oh. I was like, I handed the map, and I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> They're like, "Oh!" And I was like, "Thanks." Oh my god, my brain. And I like fell to the ground. My coworker was like, You okay, Marissa? I was like, No, I failed at speaking Japanese because it's been over like two years since I've actively done anything with it. I am a terrible person. <laughs> so you just gotta practice. I'm proud of you for trying. I did. Though their English is really good. I was just trying to like help yeah. change some Japanese words in because they kind of looked at me blankly when I was trying to describe certain things. So I was like, uh but yeah and i was trying to explain that i was um i studied abroad in fukuoka so that's why they're like oh and i was like yep so yep that was interesting but enough tangent touting we are the rambles we'll ramble um just to kind of wrap up the game in general uh, and kind of move on to some of the other stuff that has been released outside of the game 
Um, we will be having a new event introduced sometime after Regiment. I am going to guess since Regiment ends on the 24th of July, do not count me on this, that it will be released July 31st-ish. So it will be coming in August, which would make sense unless they decided to do another like giant break after Regiment. But we'll see. Either way, uh, they did say that the new event will be coming in um, August at some point. Um, so, and then also at the end of of July, sometime, keep your eye ear to the ground. We'll finally get the Kassen or Yamabagiri Kiwame. So we will get one of them. Uh, I, what what do we think? Who do we think it's my money's be? on Kassen? Your money's on Kassen. I want the flowy quartet to be complete. Please let it be Kassen. I think it might be Kassen because we kind of did did Mutsu, Hachiska, Kashu. So it was like Kashu's the most popular, so he's kind of in the middle. Mutsu is relatively popular, so he's towards the be beginning of that. Hachiska's flowy and he's. Eh. And then Kassen, it would make sense to be Kassen and Yamabagiri. It would kind of make this nice little peak of popularity and not, and then ups again. But we'll see. Um, we, they'll probably give us teasers at the end of the month. Probably in about a month. We just got Kashu, so. See. Um, yeah. And then, as they announced, and we mentioned before, uh, Village of Treasures 9 with a new sword, once again, will be at, probably at the end of August if the new event's going to be the beginning. Um, and then at that point, we'll get the next Kiwame. So we only have two more months. And all of the Uchis will have Kiwame. Hooray! Woo. So that is a wonderful thing. Um, so we're going to move into talking about merchandise, which we got a ton of this month like i'm not kidding way too much merch um one thing i was really happy about was we are finally getting the comp well pretty much the completed uh we're going to be getting the official token rambu art book volume two it will start at odenta and go all the way to nansen yes you hear me Nansen will be in it, even though he came out about a month ago. Um, so we'll have Ooh. all of their um, concept art, as it we saw in the first one. So it'll be really easy to help me uh, cosplay, so because they give you a ton of detail. Um, it won't. So pre-orders, I think, are still up for that, but it will not be released until September at some point. So. There goes my dreams of doing Sada for Awa, because I will not want to do it and try figuring it out without having uh, the official art. So Sada will have to wait for a while. However, despite the fact that uh, we've had Kiwame forms kind of sprinkled in through all these new sword releases, none of the Kiwame form uh, concept art will be in this book at all. It's just basic swords. Odenta through Nansen, um, which is a little upsetting, but I have a feeling that they're probably going to release more. The, they're probably going to release the Kiwame in their own book. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, keep them separate from the rest. Be like, oh, volume three. All the Kiwame that we currently have, which would probably be enough to fill an art book. <laughs> I already have my pre-order in. I love the art book so much. Um, so, yep. Uh, funny thing, for those of you probably, if you're active in social media, there's this giant Mochi Mochi Mikazuki Munichika that just exploded all of a sudden. Like, it was just like this funny meme that uh, the, created this giant Mika. It was like, why? Or they did funny things with the Mika Mochi, and you're like, why? Uh, so they not only have a giant plush version, you can now have the giant Mika on your back as a backpack. Yes, you will be a backpack now. <laughs> they told me I could become anything, so I became a backpack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you have the giant plush, and it's really yeah. it's like forty some. It's like forty or fifty dollars for this darn backpack. That's actually not worth. that bad for a backpack. I think I don't know. It's expensive. All I know is that the plushie was like fifty bucks, and you're like, why? But also could be worse. True. So if you want to get yourself a giant Miko Mochi Mochi backpack, it exists. Um, I don't know which website you can get it on. I know you can't find it through Yami Yami, but you can probably dig around to find, um, though you might have to figure out a proxy because it might be one of those things that's not on, like, Yami Yami or Demon's website. So, good luck with that, but it exists. Unless, I don't know if free orders have gone out. Or it's just the concept art, but it's a thing. Um, <laughs> also, getting into things that are a little more realistic instead of Mimi. Uh, the Nindroids of Kashu, Ishikirimaru, Kugitsunimaru, Mikazuki, Himuro Surugi, and Iwatoshi uh, Asukashiyama live versions are getting petite Nindroids. So, um, which is going to be incredible. We're getting Nindroids not just for their regular in-game art. We're getting uh, Tomu stuff as well, so it's gonna be amazing. Yay! <laughs> They're not gonna be the full size posable ones. They are going to be the tiny little figures that aren't gonna really move. So, mm -hmm. but they look really cute. The concept art does anyway. So it's really cool to see the the live versions being changed into Nindroids. Yep. Uh, don't know. When they're going to be pre-order available, they just announced them, so. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. Uh, considering we had a lot of androids announced and we still have nothing on them. Um, the Ichigo, Okanehira, and Horikawa scale figure prototypes were also, we just got pictures of those, which are really nice. So that kind of letting us know that they will be coming in future um for purchase but they are not painted they're just free right now um hasebe scale figure and androids were released so for those of you who didn't get your hands on your favorite heshi uh you can go ahead and purchase him again i don't think it's a pre-order i think he's just released now at this point 
Um, the Achilles Nindroid has finally been released um, as well. While Hachiska and Yamabagiri scale figures are in production. So we'll be getting scale figures of two more. And the Ar artifact Shokudai Kiri figure was, was a re release and ends up for pre order. A lot of re's and pre's. Sorry, guys. Um, so we had a lot of scale figures and Android releases, teasers, announcements, re releases, all within this month. It's a little complicated. And just letting you know, when we do mention like scale figures, just basic scale figures, they are the good smile scale figures. I will only mention artifacts or the artifact figures, which currently there are only two characters that have artifacts figures. Everyone else is under the good smile um, umbrella with the androids. Um, and for those of you who are within the North America area, be it um, the U.S. and Canada and Mexico, the Katsugeki Token Rambu Blu-ray and DVD set will be released this uh, July 10th. So if you want to, please support their official release and buy it. Um, the best place to actually get it through is actually Right Stuff. Uh, they're a little cheaper than getting it through Funimation. Um, so surprise, they're a lot cheaper. So go for... Huh. for and their uh, right stuff is all legal stuff. That's actually how I got um, my area and ice box. So, yep. Anything else you guys want to mention about merchandise or just? I actually saw the Higekiri Nendroid yesterday when I was out. Gasp. He's Gasp. Adorable. It was $60, and I almost did it, but it was $60. Yeah, no. You can get it through, like, AmiAmi, which you can get stuff through AmiAmi in Japan as well, for a lot cheaper. I get most of my Androids through there for about 40 to $45, depending on the Android, and then shipping for only 5 So it takes about two to three weeks to get to my house. But, you know, I'm not in a huge rush to get them. It's not like I'm trying to expedite shipping for things so yep so make sure that if you guys go to conventions and stuff you do not spend more than $50 on a nindroid please don't unless it's like a super super rare one please do your homework before you do that coming for someone who has multiple nindroids and scale figures um also don't spend more than $120 on a token rambu scale figure um I did my box is a little scratched I was a little peeved but I have a pseudo-mario, and he's beautiful. Um, unless it's Mika or Kogi. Those typically will be run a little higher, but for the others, you really don't want to spend more than, like, 120 Um, Maybe 130 Because I think my Kanesan is about 130 So is Jusuke. If they're really detailed, pretty figures, they're going to be more than the other one. So don't spend more than 120 on, like, um, Nakikitsune, uh, Yasusada, Kashu, or Koko Tai. Just don't. They're beautiful. Just that's way too much. <laughs> um, so and that's about it on merchandise. Um, more just like spewing information to you guys than anything. Uh, so just kind of keep your eyes out about figures if you're kind of into that. Um, 
so we'll move kind of into the live action portion. The I'll let Jesse handle this because she's kind of more the expert right now on uh, anything to do with musicals and stage shows. I am half of the expert yes. section. Um, You're the full one right now because the other half is gone. I know. Uh, the stage play is currently wrapping up his performances in Kyoto. It's been there for two weeks. Bless them as they've been dealing with this heat. There was an earthquake and they're all okay. Um, but they're they're working really hard and getting ready to head back to Tokyo and get some rest. But they're Live viewing will be held on July 29th for those in Japan and also in surrounding countries. Check the Twitter for more information on that. Um, if you're in one of those areas, it'll be very exciting for you to have that opportunity to go. It's on July 29th. I believe tickets will be available soon if they're not available already. The DMM official release of region-free Atsukashiyama Ibun on DVD with English subtitles is available online now. Please support the official release, and I can't say this enough. Just please support it. It's very exciting that they have it, and with it being the first one, Lord knows they might do this for all of them in the coming days, and that would be just such a wonderful thing to see this thing go even more global than it already is. Yep. Atsukashiyami, Atsukashiyami. Atsukashiyama <laughs> Ibun is currently uh, in rehearsal and all of the boys are really happy to be back together. Uh, there are various fun videos that Daichi shares about their various eating habits. Fight club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a fight club where they were like challenging each other for push-ups. It was it was quite interesting. I'll try to share some of those soon. Uh, they're gonna be in Paris in July. Yeah, in July next month. So keep your eyes out for that. I, you can check the online sites. Like, look up on Tumblr. I think there's gonna be a global fan meetup if you're in Europe in that kind of thing it looks like it's going to be amazing and then they're coming back in august they'll the crew itself will be back in august for the tokyo performances which will also have a live stream which they just announced recently uh that'll be in theaters as well and also announced for the live action news was koshu kiyomitsu's solo performance 2018 and the dates and locations for that are available online as well. And ticket sales open to the general public on July 29th. Best wishes to any and all who want to go, because that is going to sell out in minutes. Um, yes, as far as live things go, I believe that's it. No one is more happy to be back into the swing of things than these boys, and they're just all precious. And I do my best to share this information with you guys. So, support them, love them. If you haven't seen any of the live stuff yet, I highly encourage you to find it. It's really, really exciting and gives me so much life. A little death inside too, but mostly life. Yep. Um, once again, as Jesse mentioned, please support the official release. I know and I understand these things are expensive. 
Um, especially if you're getting the Japanese versions. I have no idea the difference between the Japanese version and the region-free version, but I'm so happy we are getting a region-free version. I freaked out because I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually watch it without getting a Japanese DVD player, and it'll have subtitles as well, um, which will help out so much, and it's showing that the community is, like, it's, it's showing that D, uh, Nitro and DMM are recognizing, hey, there are fans outside of Japan who love this stuff, and we are unfortunately, um, some of us do illegal things to get them to watch because it is very difficult to watch them, but you can actually rent them on DMM, as we've mentioned multiple times. But a lot of this stuff, it's very difficult to get your hands on um, without paying an exorbitant price to do so. Um, though you can buy and pre-order a lot of the stuff through like Ami Ami, and um, I will mention them all the time because you don't have to pay like a proxy fee or anything like that. And it's all in English, um, unlike things like um, there's a couple of other websites that you can use that are legal, but there are a lot of the times in Japanese, so if you barely have Japanese knowledge, it's a bit difficult to navigate, um, like Mandarake's site. And then I know there's another, like Taobao. Taobao is a little sketchy at points, and then sometimes you have to use a proxy to get things. So not the best. Uh, I usually like Amazon because you can easily and they've gotten a lot better with canceling orders so they don't get upset with you as much. But, um, and also with them going to Paris, it's showing, yes, we have fans outside Japan. Give them the performances. Let's give them the things that they want uh, without having to struggle. And we want to support them because we make more money because welcome to capitalism. <laughs> money is everything, but it, um, shows the support that, hey, we're out here, we want more. Because if this doesn't do well, I have a feeling barely any of the uh, Atsukashiyama DVDs get sold, they're probably not going to do Bakuten. I'm very highly likely they're not going to do Bakuten. This is them kind mm -hmm. of putting their feelers out, seeing if it works, and if a ton of people jump on it, which I know so many people around the world will jump on this, um, they'll probably, like Jesse said, they'll do more. Uh, we're not certain about the stage shows because that's a completely different company. But maybe if the musicals do well enough, that company that does the stage plays goes, hey, the musicals are doing pretty good. They got their foot in the door. Let's follow. <laughs> and yep. hopefully we'll get the stage plays on DVD as well. But they're run by a completely different um, production company. So they are very separate, but they interact. Obviously, we know the actors interact um, in real life together, which is a lot of fun. It is. Especially I will say, TV. like you mentioned, the different like region free. What does that mean for anyone that doesn't know? If you buy a DVD that was released in Japan, it is a region two DVD. That means it only works on region two devices. Computers are different. Sometimes it depends on your media player. So you have to be aware of that. It will say, this is the wrong region. Do you want to change? Or if you just use VLC media player, then it, it works just fine. But it will not play in, say, an American DVD player. You have to get a region-free DVD player to play DVDs from Japan or anywhere else that's not 
from the region that you are in. So the fact that this DVD is region free really shows that they're opening up to the global community and that itself is super exciting. And not just to the North American crew, which I believe we're region one. I think we're region one in the States. Yep. And it's opening up to Europe, which I believe is like a region three or four, something like that. So it's completely region free. Um, I know a handful of people over in Europe uh, are definitely into it. A handful of people over in um, China, Hong Kong, Shanghai region as well. A lot of people outside of um, Japan and other Asian countries that love the series. Um, so yay to this. So many wonderful things coming about with this. So, yep. That wraps up the live action yep. stuff. And if you also want to keep talking, um, we're going to kind of, we mentioned, uh, we kind of brought in a bit of a section about talking about uh, the sword exhibits as there was a handful that got really announced last month. Well, we have a lot more. Uh, that just oh, do well. we have a lot, a lot more? more. <laughs> Jesse oh, is happy. Boy. Oh, I am so happy. Okay, so just recently was announced the complete, well, a major list of the swords that will be on display during the special exhibit at the Kyoto National Museum of History for their exhibit called Swords of Kyoto. And if that doesn't excite you, then you need to do some research on Kyoto history and just swords in general. There's a lot. Just just message me on Discord and be like, what is this? And yes, um, it will run from September 29th to November 25th. So it's a really awesome long period of time to go and see these swords. Mikazuki Munechika, Ishikirimaru, Nakigitsune, Goto Toshiro, Honebami Toshiro, Akita Toshiro, Maeda Toshiro, Hakata Toshiro, Shinano Toshiro, Namazuo Toshiro, Gokotai, Mori Toshiro, Akashi Kuniyuki, Kenshin Kagamitsu, Jiro Tachi, Doranuki, Doranuki Masakuni, Heshikiri Hasebe, Sengo Muramasa, Mutsunokami Yoshiyuki, Yamabushi Kunihiro, Kasen Kanesara, Hizamaru, and Soza Samonji. Yeah, that is so many swords. <laughs> so I will say and a lot I... of these swords exist. They're already, I think if I'm positive, Soza is part of the Kyoto National Museum, but I don't think he's on display all the time. So they're just, some of these swords are going from out in uh, storage to back on. But a lot of swords, like obviously Mikazuki, are coming from other regions of Japan. So... Yep, like Mika's coming from the, what, the Tokyo, Tokyo. Museum? Mm-hmm. And Motor's coming from his shrine. Yep. Uh, Hakata is coming from, oh my gosh, he's not in Fukuoka, despite where he was found. He's like at, oh my gosh, I wrote this down. I was looking up where all the locations were. He's at like a ministry building in Tokyo. A finance or, ministry, wasn't it? Like, with trade like trade or something so something to do with like trade or money and i found that hilarious so he's coming out of storage from that location finally into a museum so everyone gets to see little hakata 
Japanese businessman. <laughs> I love the little piggy bank. He's a good boy. She is. But so many of these swords are not on pub. Like a lot of them come from private uh, collections or are not really ever out for display, and they're kind of in um, collections, like the back collections of museums like Shinano, who is actually one of, not a national treasure, but he's kind of close. I think he actually might be, uh, but a handful of these swords just don't usually come out. Also, the Maida family is bequeathing Maida to allow people to see him, so he's coming out of storage. Um, Hasebe, oh, Hasebe is coming from Fukuoka. Yep. And I'm trying to think of others that I knew where they were located. And oh, Naki was also private collection, so Naki's coming out. So they probably had to contact a lot of people. And these are probably not just the only swords, but these are the swords from the game that will be. Right, right, right. Yeah. These are not the only swords on display at this exhibit. These are just the ones that are in collaboration with Token Rambu through DMM. And speaking of that, they're also doing a limited number of Token Rambu collaboration tickets, where you get two tickets. For 2,600 yen, roughly $26, where you get one that has Mikazuki Munechika and one that has Hashikiri Hasebe, with one side having their sword and the other side having their character design. And those went on sale Friday, um, the 29th. So there's a limited number of those, so we'll see how fast those go, on, go out of sale. But, oh, it's just so exciting. I really want to go. Well, you have, like, you'll have, like, two months to be able to go. Indeed. I actually have training in Osaka in November. Oh. Make an easy trip up to... Indeed. Mm -hmm. I might end up going multiple times, to be honest. So, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully you can take pictures, because I know you went... Did you... Oh yeah, you mentioned in the last uh, episode oh. going to the um, the armor. I did so. I I got the tickets to go to the armor exhibit, and I just went last week. And you can't take pictures of those helmets, unfortunately, or the armor. And it was really sad because some of it was really, really eccentric, and I wanted to share it too, but I could not. So. Just know that some some warriors wore like plumes of feathers on their heads. Big mood. Yeah, like I I'm really bad at guessing height and giving it a number, but it was really really tall and it looked like a tower of a black feather boa. There was also rabbit ears. <laughs> My comment. <laughs> what what did yeah. I say exactly? Which oh which lord. One? Uh, what was it? Can I search for it? Hang on. Hold on. I know I, I said it was hilarious. It was really late at night, and Jesse. I know it was Token Two. It was. Was it Token Two or was it Back to Basics? It was Token Two. Darn it! And it's lost. No, it's not. You can search. Give me a sec. Aha! You you know line better than I do. Um, I but use it a lot. Okay. Okay. So you said you said. <laughs> That's a strange thing to have on your head to go into battle. Yes, being a bunny with, will strike fear into the hearts of my enemies. 
fear the usagi with its mochi mallet and twitchy nose. <laughs> what is, oh, no, your timestamp is different. That was really late at night when I post when I sent that to you, and I was cackling hysterically in bed. Um, yeah, it was two a.m. for you. Yeah, and it was three p. Like three p.m. I don't know why you were awake, but I was I like, was, that that that's beautiful. Yeah, I was. Because you were talking to me about it, and I was like, were any of them weirder than um, the Kurada helmet or uh, whatever the heck Tokugawa Ieyasu actually wore that wasn't that sunray-looking helmet like, that we see with Hocho? I'm like, yeah. is there anything else? Or sake cup? Like, we have a lot of weird helmets. Um, yep. And then you're like, There were yeah. several with dragonflies, and one had a crab. <laughs> One looked like a, a Ibby, baldish Ibby. head. Ibby. <laughs> Sorry, no, that means shrimp, but fairy tale rip. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gosh. S- samurai, especially the like the feudal lords and the daimyos, the ones that like were in charge of the clan, had some of the weirdest helmets. Um, they didn't have, like, those subtle, like, nice samurai helmets. They had something weird-ass on their heads. I don't know why. Uh, I find them very hilarious, uh, but it obviously made them stand out amongst the rest of their troops. It was like, oh, that's the guy in charge. He's an big-ass helmet on his head that has bunny ears instead of normal helmet. You can see your you can see your lord as he's rushing in, so you will follow behind him. Um, and then sometimes they would represent their clan. Um, it would uh, also just be a sign of their courage, yep. which I think is also really nice because sometimes you have to have a lot of courage to go into battle wearing bunny ears. That and a giant <laughs> spire cone on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like a paper. Like a sake cup. Yeah. Those of you who listen. Bullhorns. Bullhorns. Um, Oh, Tadakatsu had uh, deer antlers, but it was really cool because it didn't come off the side of his head. It kind of came out in front. Uh, So, and they weren't giant. They were kind of small. They were small antlers. Um, Yeah. But a handful of people had some weird helmets. But yeah, shout out to our uh, No More Beating Around the Boot John recording. Go go listen to our discussions on the Kuroda helmet. <laughs> it was sake cup and roof shingle. I think is what it was. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it looked like a roof shingle. Uh, but you can actually see a handful of our boys actually wearing some of these weird helmets. Um, a handful of them have their master's helmets on. Like I mentioned before, Hocho has Tokugawa Ieyasu's helmet. Many of you um, probably know more of like the Sunray helmet or that he would kind of wear, but he had this weird pokey spire helmet going on. It wasn't like a full cone. It was, it's really weird. Go look at uh, Hocho's Kiwame form and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, Shimano also has uh, his helmet is based off of Yoshitsune's helmet that he wore, which you can actually see in the most recent musical, which made me happy. Uh, his, it wasn't as ridiculous, but it um, did stick up a lot. Um, so for those of you who are wondering, why, why are my boys wearing helmets? 
why are they wearing hats? That that's not cool. Like, why? It's samurai armor, guys. Samurai armor covered a lot of covered up a lot. So you don't get to see samurai armor is so detailed too. Yeah. It's impressive. Yep. Uh yeah, because uh right now i'm trying to remember which ones actually had big old helmets akita had one um oh gosh atsushi maida has a hat on not a helmet big old hat kocho's dumb helmet that's the majority of the people that actually have actual physical helmets on their head the rest just have either nothing or little like diadem things that represent don't forget Dodonuki's helmet that he doesn't his, wear. Yeah, his, his is different though. His is symbolic. Yeah, okay. but still, it's a it's an it's a helmet. It is a helmet, but he doesn't wear it. It is a helmet. The rest of them wear their little helmets. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we are once again rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the history hour. We're. <laughs> just ramble on about sword history and just Japanese history in general. Um, Duh, yell at me about Japanese history, please. Please. Yep. Please. Please do. Um, we recently, re- like, oh, what was it? We were fangirling about history the other day. Oh, okay. I was playing Hakuoki, the second game, yes. uh, Edo Blossoms. And I was doing Okita Soji's route. And they make mention, because the, the main girl, your player character, Chizuru, makes mention, because he tells her, sword for me. And she picks it up, and she's like, this doesn't look like the normal sword that he wields. And you're like, yeah, because it's not Kashu, because it's after the Ikada incident. Kashu shattered. Well, it broke. It broke. He didn't shatter. Um, broken heart. Broken heart. And she's like, this is a very heavy sword. This isn't weird this normally you find out that it's this sword called long name and it sounded like kind of it had like yama something in it and i was like is that another name for sonokami yasusada he said it was a very heavy awkward sword turns out that it's not yasu it was a possible wakazashi that he possibly wielded but we're not certain so the more you know about sword history and um Japanese history in general, a lot of it is unknown because it's not written down and it's passed by word of mouth, especially if people die. And both of them died. So <laughs> we don't really have much confirmation if he actually this sword or not. But yeah, because that sword also had a different name in other records, which is also very common. Yep. Looking at you, he's a Maru and he get giddy. Um <laughs> but they yeah, it was it was just really interesting because whenever you look up Okita Soji's swords, you like only ever come across Yamato no Kami Asusada and Kashu Kiyomitsu. But they're always referred to as the swords he loved. So it could be that it was a, another sort of his that he just didn't like as much, which also kind of makes me sad. Well, but, it was a waki. According yeah. to you, it was a wakizashi, so... Yeah. Not as regularly used, just the backup sword. Yeah. Just the backup sword. 
Poor Horikawa. Indeed. But so they he's doing all right. They, they mentioned Kane-san a lot more in Edo Blossoms than they did in um, the Kyoto one. And I was like, it's Kane-san. They didn't do the whole like wrapping up of the sword and passing it off with the photo, which was a little upsetting. Um, I kind of forgot that they didn't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Because the plot changed compared to actual history. And I'm like, oh, okay. Guess I'm not going to remember that moment of bequeathing Izumino Kami Kanesada to his family back in Edo. And then, of course, there was no mention of Horikawa because he was just <laughs> Makazashi. And in tonight's lesson of history, or lesson for token rambles, learn Japanese history and see where it differs from the games and and mm -hmm. and media that you consume. Yep, it's quite interesting to see what what actually Differs. is represented correctly and what is mm -hmm. a little twisted. Yep, me trying to find find books on the Shin and Gumi like, where are mm. you? Yeah. Tell me about it. I found one. You did? I did. I need to go buy it. But yes. It's in Japanese. Anyway, I think that's about it yes. for us for now. Because I will go on a tirade about the Shinsengumi, and we don't need that right now. And we've been talking for well over an hour. Yes, we have. So. All right. Um, anyone have any final remarks before we close it out? Support the official release, give your sword some love, and check out anything we have to offer and engage with us when you can. On Twitter, Facebook, we are pretty active on Twitter. Um, Facebook's just there for notifications. Um, but our YouTube, I noticed that a lot of you are watching us on YouTube. It would be really, really nice if you guys subscribed. Um, as well, so we know how many people are actually watching from YouTube um, actively. So that would be much appreciated. We love you guys on YouTube as well. Um, so, and then yep. also, once again, we reiterate, please, please, please join our Discord. It is an awesome little um, community that we're trying to build up with all of you. Um, want to get to know all of you and kind of go over try to help you guys out and talk with you more about uh the stuff that we talk about that we would normally fangirl over but can't because of just time and y'all don't want to hear us talking about <laughs> weird <laughs> fan theories and stuff on here majority of the time so we'll save that record um it's recently gotten fairly active and i'm so happy about that um, so, yep, and that is it for this episode. Can't wait to, uh, well, we'll be back at the end of July talking about the rest of Regiment, seeing if any of us got Chiyo Pio Chan, and we struggle for that. Chiyo Chan. And... Probably, because we mentioned in the last episode that um, I think at some point the most recent musical will be on DMM's website fairly soon, 
but we will not be able to do a review of that until September uh, once everyone is back out of being um, up studying abroad, uh, except Jesse. Japan is home for but, her right now. You know. <laughs> so we'll be waiting it's for the actually, to come home. It's actually out now. If you it want is, to go rent yeah. it, go, go check it out it. now. It's on DMM's website. Yes. Um, I will probably be watching it at some point, but we will not be doing our own actor review on that until probably, like I mentioned, September, because the two Sarahs will be coming back around August or so. So we don't want to rush them too much after getting yeah, no. back. Because jet lag is not fun. I also will not be watching it until I have a viewing buddy because I am done with that. Hi. You can viewing buddy with me this time. I'd be nice. I'm always here. We, we, we should do, we might try, you know what? That's what we're going to do. We might do a rabbit viewing of it sometime in July. Done. Okay. That's going to happen. Um, we'll figure that out or it might be August. Either way, it'll be, for, or be before we do um, the review. So, and then we'll get an actual active review on that out. Um, also, if you guys are mentioning our extra reviews on the musical and stage plays. If you guys are interested in us going back and doing the backlog of the previous musicals and stage plays that we didn't do because um, they're much older than this podcast, obviously, just let us know because uh, we would love to eventually do them. But for right now, our energy is in the current shows. So, yep. Yes. What All is right. energy? <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> Energy is fleeting and non existent. What is sleep? Sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the weak. That's the one who walked three hours and didn't get home till two. I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. We are super rambling. All right. Have a good night, guys. We will see you in about a month and talk to Thanks you. Thanks for Discord. listening. <laughs>